What's the worst experience you've had looking after a friend's pet? Welcome to the Transformative Daf. My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Today we are on page 35 of Tractate Nazir, and we learned that we've all been entrusted with an animal soul. Our mission on Earth is to tame and transform our inner beast. Welcome to the Transformative Daf, and thank you for being my Chavrissa today. I like to begin with a story. The great Hasidic rabbi, the Shpala Zayda, spent a period of his life traveling from town to town in self-imposed exile. On one occasion, he arrived in a village and heard about a poor innkeeper who had not paid his rent to the local squire. And so the squire had him lowered into a deep pit to await his punishment. The sentence was a ritual that would take place annually on the squire's birthday. They would dress up the prisoner in a bear suit and then insist that he compete in a dancing competition with a local expert. If the malnourished, inexperienced bear was unable to keep up with the professional, he would be thrown to a pack of hungry dogs. The Spolazeda happened to arrive in town on the eve of the big day. In the middle of the night, he received a knock on the door, and Elijah the prophet entered. He spent the remainder of the night teaching the rabbi how to dance, and then led him to the pit where the innkeeper was languishing. They helped the man out of the pit and lowered the rabbi in his stead. Morning broke, and the Jew was taken from the pit and dressed in the bear suit. A lively Cossack tune began, and the professional began to dance. To begin with, the Shpalazade danced sluggishly as one who had eaten and slept little in recent days would. But with each cry of laughter from the audience, he began to pick up the pace. And before long, he was out dancing the professional, who eventually fell to the floor in an exhausted heap. Ever since that miraculous day, Hasidim have recalled the story with the song, Hop Kazak. The Torah declares, if a person shall give his friend a donkey, ox, or sheep, or any animal to God, and it be stolen from him, he shall make restitution unto the owner. Today's stuff uses the verse as a source for the scriptural principle of prat uklal uprat, meaning that if the Torah presents a specific term followed by a general term and then another specific term, we may not generalize the law beyond its specific parameters. Let's look at the Gemara. And Rabbi Elazar, from where does he derive the exegetical method of a detail, a generalization and a detail? Rabbi Abohu says, he derives it from this verse, and if a man gives his neighbor a donkey or an ox or a sheep, a detail, or any animal, a generalization, to God, another detail. And when you encounter a detail and a generalization and a detail, you may apply the law only to items similar to the detail. Explains the Mafarish. And if a man gives his neighbor a donkey or an ox or a sheep, a detail, or any animal, a generalization, which might even include bears and lions, to God... The verse returns to detail, and you may apply the law only to items similar to the detail. For the latter detail points to items that are guardable, that one can swear that he took care of them, such as also birds. And it excludes bears and lions that are not guardable, for they are not domesticated. Let's analyze the Gemara. The Gemara in Tractate Bava Metzi explains that the verse is dealing with a Shomer Sachar, a custodian who is financially remunerated for his efforts. The expectation is that in exchange for the compensation, he will be responsible for any foreseeable mishaps, such as the item being lost or stolen. 
Should such a mishap occur, he would have to pay the owner back for losing the item entrusted to him. Our sages in Bhavamatiya teach that the verse's specification comes to exclude servants, documents, and land. And indeed, Rabbeinu Asher on our Gemara says as much. But the Mefarish suggests a novel interpretation. By specifying donkeys, oxen, and sheep, the verse is coming to exclude wild beasts, such as lions and bears. Now picture the scenario. Your friend knocks on your door, in his hand is a leash. At the end of the leash is his pet grizzly bear. He's going on vacation and needs you to bear sit for a couple of weeks. He's your best friend, so you're not going to say no. As scary as the prospect of having a grizzly bear around the house sounds, he thanks you profusely, and off he goes to Florida. First couple of days are fine. The bear sits down to dinner with the family. He uses his knife and fork and portrays incredible table manners. But by the third day, he just can't control himself. It begins with eating with his bare hands and refusing to bench at the end of the meal. After dinner, he's hogging the TV remote. All he wants to watch is the Bernstein Bears. While he's sleeping, he managed to regain the remote. He wakes up and realizing what's happened, he throws a massive tantrum, storms out the front door and disappears. You figure he'll be home by bedtime, but there's no sign of him. Next day, still nothing. Finally, your friend returns from vacation and you sheepishly tell him you lost the bear. The halacha says the Mafarish is that you're not responsible because you can't be expected to guard a bear. Bears are simply not tame creatures. When you came down into this world, the Almighty gave you a nefesh of Bahamas, an animal soul to guard. He's ferocious and will stop at nothing to get his way. For the most part, he wants the opposite of everything you seek on your divine mission. You're interested in connecting to heaven, but he wants worldly pleasures. It's not easy, but you've been entrusted with the beast. And as he sent you down into this world, you promised the Almighty that you would do your very best to look after his pet. The good news is that while the bear of the Gemara is not tameable, your inner beast is like the Shpolazeda's bear. You can teach him to dance. The Tanya teaches that our Nefesh Bahamas is not innately bad. It has ferocious qualities, but you have the power to channel those for the good. Every bad character trait may be repurposed for the service of heaven. If you're passionate about the pleasures of this world, you can refocus your passion on spiritual delights. If you enjoy food, you can focus your desires on preparing the finest, sharpest dishes. If you get worked up easily and find yourself arguing with others, use that obstinacy to argue over a page of the Talmud. You might not be able to tame your inner bear, but you can teach him to dance heaven's dance. If your inner beast has gotten the better of you, don't despair. Sometimes it's just not possible to keep him constantly under lock and key. The trick is to train him to dance according to your tune. May you forever seek ways to keep every facet of your being excited and passionate about Torah and mitzvahs, wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Whether you've been doing Duff Yomi for years or you're not quite ready to commit but want to be part of the Duff Yomi global movement, there's something in the Transformative Duff for everyone. It's about joining the conversation. It's about talking over the Duff with your family, your friends, your colleagues. It means never being short of a discussion starter or a meaningful Dvar Torah. Every page of the Gemara, every word, every letter contains the secrets of the universe to achieving a life of simcha and purpose. 
transform your life today. The Transformative Daf is published by Mosaica Press and available at all good Jewish bookstores and online from mosaicapress.com. Thank you, The Transformative Daf.